Vidar and Catherine Ligard are the founders of safarimission.org. Vidar Ligard is also the author of A Fork in the Road, a book that gives you life lessons you were not taught in school and that the church did not tell you. And that is what Safari Mission Podcast is all about, teaching practical steps to personal growth and development. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Vidar and Catherine Ligard. Welcome, welcome. Glad to be with you. Uh, today we're going to talk about how to increase, how to increase our income. Uh, last time we talked about how to budget, and how to make do with uh, what we have. Uh, there is one thing that Ben Franklin said. You know, Ben Franklin is the picture that is on the 100 uh, US dollar bill. And he said this, that uh, let the money of your purse fill your mind and your mind will fill your purse. And uh, we're going to talk about an area today that financial managers typically don't talk about. Very often they will talk about how to invest what you have saved. Uh, today we're going to talk about something that is much, much more powerful than investing what you have saved. Yeah, we're going to talk about increasing your income. Um, you know, we talked about uh, budgeting last time and how to reduce your expenses. But at some point, you can't reduce them anymore. And at some point, we should talk about increasing your income and making yourself more valuable. And so I'm going to quote again. Again, this is the book, A Fork in the Road, which you wrote. And I'm just going to read a little bit from, this is page 42. <clears throat> and um, you said this, whatever amount of money we earned last month, is the exact amount our employer or customer was willing to pay for the product or service we offered. It is the very amount they perceived our product or service to be worth. We may not feel like the amount is fair. We may believe our service is worth more, but our feelings don't, doesn't change the fact that our employer or customer paid the amount they thought our service or product was worth and you know we all and it, it doesn't mean that that's what you really are worth but that's what your product and service in that field was worth um, and so you know we may think we're worth more and maybe we will be but maybe we need to do some growing before we get there yeah and, and I think it's important to separate your worth as an individual and, and don't place your worth as an individual in the money that you receive. That that can be a great recipe for beating yourself down. Mm -hmm. But um, the work we have done, it, it does have some sort of economic value. And um, well, what people paid, it's it's gonna be what they perceived uh, the value is of, of what you provided. So you can take that and make it a very hard saying where you can take that and make it a, a, a very liberating saying uh -huh. in the fact that it means that you actually control how much money you make. But the, the control is not in, I wish I could make more. The control right. is not so much in trying to negotiate a better salary right. or negotiating a better deal. Uh, the real control is focusing on adding more value to whatever you're using your hand or your mind to to produce yeah and a lot of times 
we may have potential for more than where we are right now. We all do. We all do. We all do. We were we started somewhere and we are somewhere else now and we will be somewhere else in the future. We all have the potential to develop ourselves and and you know increase our capacity and increase our income over time. Uh, but you know, even if everyone has potential to grow, that doesn't mean that the growth has already taken place. And uh, growth is a process and takes effort. And you know, here's another quote from your book that says, um, "Opportunities are found everywhere." Now, talking about finding opportunities in society, uh, all too often, though, they are disguised as hard work. And a lot of us, we don't want hard work because that, to our flesh, makes it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> it means we have hard to work put is hard. more effort. <laughs> and so, you know, there's a natural resistance to hard work, but you can't get anywhere. You can't adv advance without hard work. Just think about college, okay, or university, you know. Uh, you finish high school and some go on to university and some don't. Well, we all know that going through university takes a lot of effort, right? Mm -hmm. But once you're done, you have learned something. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, it's a whole other subject, but we're not going to get into that right now. But, you know, uh, whatever effort you go through, you learn something. It's a growing time. And if you don't go there, maybe you have to learn a skill. Um, and, and, you know, learning that skill also is a process that's not always fun to do because, you know, at first you don't know what you're doing and you have to learn it. You have to get good at it. You have to get proficient. And, you know, you just, it just, it takes work. It doesn't come by itself. It doesn't come by wishful thinking. I wish I knew this. Mm -hmm. No, you actually have to go study it out, whether that's a school, it's a book, it's life experience, whatever it is. Um, knowledge comes in many ways, but it doesn't come by accident. It comes by putting forth effort. So, you know, one thing you can do is, uh, wherever you are right now, ask yourself the question, what did I do the last hour, mm -hmm. the last 60 minutes before you came listening to us? What was it that you did? Uh, define that and then ask yourself, what is the economic value of what I did? How much did I produce in the last hour? Well, you come up with a number. If you were in entertainment, you spent money instead of making money. But look at, look at your general schedule, one full day, a full week. How much of the time are you actually in production mode? You know, there are people sitting at work and they're actually the, the, the last hour you were that you spend with your employer, ask yourself if somebody else was doing that job and I was the one paying, how much would I be willing to pay somebody else to do exactly what I did the last 60 minutes? Mm -hmm. A lot of times it will bring up some, some revealing things. Mm -hmm. And then work on making sure every single hour that you're doing something of higher value than what your habit has been so far. Yeah, and I, I've realized one thing, and, and it doesn't matter which country you're in. I've seen this in, in multiple countries in different continents. It's a mindset. But I've seen this, that you know you drive through poorer neighborhoods. And, um, and what do I see? Uh, I see an antenna on the rooftop, and that means they all have TVs. 
And I know from, you know, talking to people, uh, they, the people who live in poorer areas of town, whether it's in, in one country or another, they spend a lot of time in front of that TV. Just entertainment, entertainment, no education, just entertainment, entertainment. And the house that we're currently in, we don't even have a TV. No, we don't. We don't have time to sit and watch TV all day long. Not that it's wrong to have a TV, but you know, how much time do you spend on that TV? And, and what priorities do you set? Do you prioritize spending money on a TV? Or do you, prior, do you prioritize spending money on books that you can read, that you can gain knowledge from, that you can increase your capacity because you know something more than you did before? So where does your money go? Does it go into education, educating yourself, learning new things, researching things? Or does it go into entertainment? I want to be entertained. I want to sit there and be just sitting there and be fed myself. Or do you spend your money going and feeding yourself on knowledge, that is? Yeah, you know, I'm thinking about this and we have we have moved a good number of times over the years. And I'm thinking, you know, every time we move into a new house, uh, you know, there are certain things you like, there are certain things that need to be put together, couches and different furnitures and all of this. My question is always about my bookshelves and my books long okay. before I think about televisions. Yeah, you don't even think about it at all. And I hear a lot of talking about books, that's for sure. Where's my bookshelf going to be? I need more bookshelves because of my books are too many. Uh, where can I put another bookshelf? So there's a lot of talk about that. Yeah. And where are my books? I need my books. I need them now. Where are they? Uh, but, you know, I don't think you brought up TV even one time yeah. at all. I really don't think it comes out of your mouth, to be very honest. And so, uh, it's just important that we are conscious about what we're prioritizing. And then we realize that some people get ahead because they do something actively, uh, intentionally, mm -hmm. and other people are just hoping. They're hoping their income is going to change. They're hoping, or they go demand it. You know, I, I please increase my pay because I need it. Well, just because you need something doesn't mean that someone else wants to pay for it. What have you done that I should that I should pay you more? What what services have you increased in? What what more value are you bringing? I cannot pay someone based on their needs. Needs are unlimited. There's always a need. Always. Always a need. But the question is, what have you done to grow? What have you changed? What have you improved on? What more can you do than what you're currently doing? And those are the questions. That's the mindset shift that's going to take someone from where they're at to the next level. Very true. Very true. Uh, now, about about getting books, and it doesn't have to be books. It, it, it can be YouTube videos. Podcasts. Podcast, <laughs> but it can't be entertainment. It right. needs to be learning, learn, taking in knowledge yes. for the purpose of growing yourself. Yes. Now, if you're reading a history book, political history, and you're not involved in politics, well, you're probably not going to use the knowledge to create value. So you're just, well, it's another form of entertainment, really, mm -hmm. at that point. Mm -hmm. So you need to find the areas where you need to grow mm -hmm. and then ask yourself, what are the best books in that area? I don't read as much as I wish. Mm -hmm. So when I find a particular area, I need to grow in, let's say it's sales. Well, there was a time I read several books on sales. I asked friends, 
what are the best books on sales? There's a lot of people that have written books on sales, but I don't want to read a book on sales written by a mediocre salesperson. Right. Because the best you will do is 80% of the level of what you're reading after. Mm -hmm. So if you're 80% of mediocre, you're now at really 40%. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be there. Right. So I'm looking for the very best available. And I pick one, two, three, maybe five, depending on how much I want to grow in that particular area and make sure it's quality what I'm going after. Yeah. And if one is good in one area, that doesn't mean he's automatically good in another area. You know, if one is a great in, in financial uh, management or in, in a business, that doesn't mean he can good give give good marriage advice. You know, you got to take whoever is good in that area. And one person is not the best in every area. Uh, Solomon, he said it like this um, over in Proverbs chapter 3, uh, verse 13, 14, 15. He said, blessed is the one who finds wisdom. Wisdom is the application of knowledge. So it's knowledge that helps you grow. And the one who gets understanding for the gain from her is better than gain from silver. She is more precious than jewels and nothing you desire can compare with her. So a lot of people that wish they could grow financially, their wish is actually money, which you're, you're putting your wish in the wrong area mm -hmm. because money can come and money can go. Yes. But if you have wisdom, yeah. getting money is easy peasy. Mm -hmm. If you have the knowledge and the wisdom of how to. So really what you need to seek after is the wisdom. Yeah. which will then um, put you in position to engage in opportunities. True, and opportunities are important to mention because sometimes, always, usually, they're discussed at hard work. But I also want to make this point that for every step you want to take, you know, um, a lot of times it looks like we have to take a step down or a step backwards in order to move to the next level. And let me illustrate. For example, you might have a, a good in or a stable income job at the moment where you make a certain amount of money every month and maybe you want to start your own business. Well, in the startup phase of a business, money is not always plentiful. Usually it takes a little bit of time before it's profitable. So you might want to start a business, which means you have to go from the level of income you currently have, from the security you currently have, and you need to take a risk and you need to just go ahead and start that business. And that may mean you have to live off of less for some time. But if you can get through that time and if you can have the knowledge and grow that business over time, you'll be at a higher level, a higher income level uh, and a higher knowledge level. But, you know, not many people are willing to take that step down first or sometimes that step backward first that just like why would you do that because you have this and why would you go to nothing well because over time you'll increase but you know it's that step that seems in the wrong direction uh -huh. a lot of times people are not willing to take it it's too risky it, it looks too backwards for people uh but that's where the real success is though because there's over time there's an increase and sometimes there's other opportunities coming too it may look you know for example there's people who has gone from a stable income job and taken an internship for free there was no money coming in just so they could learn and get the knowledge they needed to go to a higher level level later on and that knowledge that they gained 
propel them into something in the future. But it was all about getting knowledge, getting wisdom. And, and it doesn't always seem like an instant money uh, thing. It's, it's very interesting. You know, you hear of overnight success stories. Yeah. And by the way, there are none. Uh, all those seemingly overnight success stories, there is a lot of things that happened uh, behind the scenes. Uh, I can think of people, people that we know that they used to eat decent, but they would stop going to the butcher and eat uh, maybe noodles, and maybe rice and beans, and, and skip for one, two, sometimes five years mm -hmm. uh, until you can get a, a business established. I know people that have turned off utilities mm -hmm. in order to save money in that area, and they took all the money that they were spending on electricity and utilities, and they put it in, into advertising. They put it. They found areas that needed to be invested in their business, mm -hmm. and they really, in a sense, put a knife to their throat. They really cut expenses, and um, they lived in a way that no people are willing to live. Exactly, and that's, that's and that that really is a clue. Everybody that has grown significantly financially, they have taken drastic steps from where they are make significant cuts yeah. and taking that money and that time mm -hmm. and invest it in themselves and into things that will produce in the future and you end up with a difficult season one year two years maybe five years yeah of, of hard work people are used to working maybe eight to five or something like that and you come home after five and and, and you're focused on entertainment and all of this that needs to be cut out and you need to focus on growing yourself and start thinking how to invest in myself, investing into a business, investing into think that things that produces more than where I am now. Yeah. And that journey does not come in one day. No. It doesn't come in one month. No. It doesn't come in a few weeks. It's going to have to be consistently. Um, you know, I climbed Kilimanjaro. And at the top of Kilimanjaro, it, it takes considerable effort to get there. Oh, yeah. Sacrifice. <clears throat> Nobody flew into the top. Nobody fell at the top. Those at the top of the mountain, they don't fall there. They get there. Mm -hmm. And the way you get to the top of the mountain is over time, consistently. And there will be seasons when you don't feel like it. Right. There are hours that you feel like turning around yeah. and taking the path of least resistance. Oh, yeah. Which always leads to the bottom of the mountain, by the way. Yeah. And you have to say no. I have determined, yeah. I have dedicated, and you have to be diligent in taking one more step in the direction where there is resistance, in the, in the direction that causes growth. Yeah. And growth is um, it's uncomfortable, it's a little bit painful, it requires sacrifices and yeah. time and different things. Yeah. Um, but you can pick your difficult. Yeah. Uh, you cannot do these things and have your difficult for the rest of your life, or you can go through a difficult season now where you grow mm -hmm. so that later uh, you will have it easier for yourself. And not only that, but your, your life will end up becoming an example for a lot of other people. Other people will come with you. They will learn from your examples. And really what you end up doing is you, you, you build society because people around you end up coming up as well. Yeah, and I usually say it like this, is that most people are not willing to do what they need to do in order to get what they really want. And that's because what they really need to do is sacrifice. It's, it's, it's uncomfortable. And, and that's why most people don't want to do it, because but that's what it takes. Solomon said in Proverbs 20 and verse four, he said this, the sluggard does not plow 
in, uh, in sowing season in autumn. But he will seek at harvest and have nothing. Right. And uh, plowing that field is hard work. It's tough labor. Uh, but the slugger doesn't want to do it. Right. And therefore, the slugger never sees the harvest also. Right. There has to be putting in of hard work and things that other people are not willing to do. Uh, but that was that is really what God wants you to do so that you can be an example on how to grow in yourself, grow in your family, and grow in society around about you. So get with it, find those hard areas, and start growing. When you start growing, your finances will come. Yeah, that's how it is. God bless. Well, that's it for today. Watch out for our next episode with teachings from Vidar and Catherine Ligard. Like, share, and subscribe to our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube pages at Safari Mission. You can also visit our website www.safarimission.org or call us at plus 254-74-1777-805 to know more about Safari Mission and how you can get yourself a copy of Vidar Ligard's book, A Fork in the Road.